You need to be the healthiest you mentally, physically, and spiritually to be able to be the best mom that you are. If you're a spouse or a friend, or you are an employee of somebody, or you're a coach of something, right? Like for you to be the best you, you can't just be one identity. Mama! Let's reimagine mom life together. Mama Has Goals is your hub for relatable support and helpful resources that help you fuel yourself alongside motherhood. Your identity is bigger than mom, and whatever your goals are, together we're making them a reality. I absolutely love being able to bring amazing mamas on this show to show you what is possible for you, what they have done, and how they are supporting people in the world as well. And today is no exception. Jenna is a growth coach, community builder, and speaker who helps high-achieving women who want more take fast action in 90 days. She helps take you from being just a high achiever to being a high performer. Jenna is a former Division I athlete and college soccer coach who uses the athletic mindset in her coaching framework. She was an orthopedic physician assistant for 10 years and is passionate about helping women discover their life beyond their title. Jenna is a big believer in that we all have a limitless identity. She's the host of the podcast, Girl, Let's Be Real, which is all about cutting through the fluffy BS to talk about everything in life. Jenna is also a wife and mom to two awesome boys, Jacob and Jonah. I am so excited for you to listen to Jenna. She comes to this episode in life with so much energy, so much passion, so much heart truly just leads by example and brings you along with her. And so I am so excited. You do not want to miss all the goodies here. Jenna and I really dive deep on talking about what does it mean to step into your next level version of yourself? What is the next level of you? And how can you be supported? What community has done for us and not trading gratitude for next level us because they are not the same. So if you want to know what I mean by that, keep listening. As you guys know, one of my favorite things is when you meet people online and they become like your best friends that you can't imagine your life without. And our guest today, Jenna, is one of those people. Jenna, I am so excited to have you here. And not just because I love Jenna's, you know, attitude, how she shows up, her light, her personality. If we get into like the more woo nitty gritty, we have some overlap being like Enneagram eights and bringing that energy out and kind of matching that with each other. But what I love so much about Jenna and I want to get into today is Jenna's story about how she has really stepped into her next level you and next level her and that we all have that next level version with inside of us and we are just needing it to unleash and become more. So Jenna, thank you so much for being here. I want to just jump in and kind of take it back. Give us like a play by play of like what the last two years or more have looked like to bring you up to this decision to step into this next level version right now? Yeah, well, I will just start by saying, I think the world of you. And so I appreciate you sharing your community with me so much and just have felt so blessed to build a friendship with you over this past year. And I feel like we have so many parallels in our life. And at the core of it, we are Enneagram 8. And I'm pretty sure your husband's Enneagram 5 as well. Did you say that? 
he hasn't been typed yet, so I shouldn't put that on the record. Okay. I've just I see some similarities. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, nonetheless, I love you, and I just am so blessed that we connected, and I'm so so excited to be with your community today. And so, taking you back through the journey of my last couple years, I grew up a high achiever, checking all the boxes, valedictorian, got a full ride to go play Division One college soccer. I started coaching soccer at that time. I wanted to go to PA school and become an orthopedic PA. And I did that and I married my best friend and I have two healthy children. And then you take me to two years ago where I was like, I have checked all the boxes. I am living my dream or so I thought, right, Kelsey? Like I thought I was living my dream. And yes, I was living a prior version of me's dream. That was very true, but it was no longer aligned with my dream moving forward. And what I mean by that is for a long time, I thought that if I wanted more, that meant that I wasn't grateful. And so really a couple of years ago, I'm very blessed to be married to my best friend and he's of the growth mindset and he's my biggest supporter. A couple of years ago, I really asked myself, like, who do I want to be now? Like in the present, like, what do I want for my life now? And I knew I really loved coaching young women. I coached for 14 years, eight years at the high school level and six years at the collegiate level. And I knew I loved the impact I had on those young women that I coached. It was a bond and a way to impact people that I had never experienced before. But I also knew at the same time, I was going to have a family and my kids were going to get older and I wanted presence in their life. And I wanted to coach them and go to their ball games or whatever their extracurriculums were. And so I asked myself a year ago, and it's literally a year ago, like, how can I have the impact and the voice to impact not only young women, but women as a whole? And I started a podcast. And so a year ago, I started my podcast, Girl, Let's Be Real. And it was a way for me to get my voice out there, to share messages, to bring people on, to share their stories and be real and relatable and to impact lives and podcasting. This is an beautiful way that you can be anywhere doing anything around the world and to be able to impact. And through that, then I started my business as a growth coach and I started coaching women and women of high school or retirement age, the whole spectrum and really helping them figure out what that more for them was that, that more feeling. And we can get into that in a little bit, but so I started my growth coaching business and I started really having this bigger vision for my life, right? Like leaning into that more. And I realized after networking with a lot of people, doing a lot of inner work, and we can talk through all of this, but like, and getting myself in rooms with women like you, Kelsey, that it was okay to change my mind. And so at the end of 2022, I left my job as an orthopedic PA. I went full on entrepreneur, right? Like I am yeah. on this new journey. I'm in this transition phase of where I really am stepping into my power and this new vision for my life. And so like, that's where I'm at. And it's so exciting. And I'm so excited to be here alongside of you for it. And a couple things that you brought up, I want to point out, I remember that season so purely. I remember realizing, okay, this is the dream that a prior version of me had, and I'm grateful, but I know there's more. And that was really hard to communicate to some of the other people in my life because the version of the life that someone else sees isn't always what you feel on the inside and what you know is coming, the vision that you see for going forward. 
And during that time and that season for me, my affirmation, if you will, that I continually said in my head was gratitude doesn't negate desire. And I kept just saying, I am grateful. I am grateful, but I desire more and I'm meant to evolve. I'm meant to grow. And I think when we don't allow ourselves to allow that growth, to allow that evolution, to allow that desire, that's where a part of us dies inside. And that, you know, as a mom yourself, I know that I see that in women that become mothers as they no longer desire anything outside of motherhood. And that is where we maybe lose ourselves in motherhood or lose ourselves in life. You have to dream, you have to desire. Yeah. And it's really important that you recognize, you know, to the person listening that you can want more and be grateful. They can coexist. That's something that Mm -hmm. I had to really believe and digest myself because for a long time, I didn't think that they could coexist. I felt guilty for wanting more because all the blessings in my life. And then you talk about becoming a mom and it's like, I do believe, you know, I see friends or, you know, other moms all the time, whether you want to say you lose yourself or you get consumed in motherhood or you get so like nose down that you don't think that you deserve anything else or that you're allowed to have anything else. And here's my thing. You need to be the healthiest you mentally, physically, and spiritually to be able to be the best mom that you are. If you're a spouse or a friend, or you are an employee of somebody, or you're a coach of something, right? Like for you to be the best you, you can't just be one identity. And something that's so important for me to stress to people and really to embody is that we all have this limitless identity and you're not Mm -hmm. just a mom. You're not just a wife. You're not just a coach or a daughter or an orthopedic PA or a friend or whatever that is. Like you're not just that one thing. And whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever you believe, like I believe God didn't put me on this earth just to do a linear path, right? I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to have evolution of me. I'm supposed to grow and evolve and I'm having all these twists and turns. And it's like all too often, I feel like, especially as moms, we think that If we do something else, if we want more, we're taking away time from our kids or we're, or we're not grateful or people are going to judge us. And here's the thing. People are going to judge you regardless of what you do. You might as well do what really lights you up and fulfills you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, really just allowing yourself to be all these different facets of yourself and all these different layers and loving each and every piece. And, you know, I was just texting a friend yesterday and I was like, thank you for loving all the different versions of me. And thank you for accepting all of those and doing that for ourselves. Right. And also showcasing that for our children. That's something that's so important to me is I want my kids to feel that they can evolve and change and become who they want to be at any point in time. And if I don't allow that for myself, how are they going to see that light in themselves as well? And I love that you've done that. You've shown up. And one part of that that I absolutely love that I want to touch on that you, you know, talked about is you stepped into all of these different callings that you started to have while being full-time employed while being a mom, while having that job. And so often I think women can tell their story of, well, I can't do that because of this, or I have this other obligation here. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you navigated that emotionally, mentally, logistically. Like, How did you allow yourself to step into podcasting or just learning and education and finding the resources that you needed while you were also navigating all these other things? Yeah. I mean, that is, it is definitely something that I will just flat out say, like, it's, it's not easy. And I, you know, I always go back to me being an athlete, my whole life really taught me a lot of things and time management was one of them, but also the, 
here, here's my thing. I really, really believe this, that thinking of life like today's a gift and I, you know, and I don't know if I have tomorrow isn't a morbid way to think about things. It's a very realistic way. And it actually allows you to really ask yourself like what, what you really want, like how are you going to show up in this world? So how I was able to do that is I, I really started to allow myself to let my mind go there. Like let my mind go to the places that my gut was telling me and that my heart was feeling. And what that meant is it was that curiosity, right? Of, okay, stop making excuses in your mind that because you're a PA or because you're a mom, you can't do this or that life is not for you. And I told myself that you guys, a lot of years, like, oh, I saw people traveling or I saw parents walking their kids to and from school, or I saw them doing these, these midday adventures. And I was like, oh, that'd be so great. It's just not my life. That's just not for me. Right. That's not in the cards for me. And finally, I asked myself, like, why? Like, why is that not in the card for me? I want that. I have this strong desire for that. So how do I get that, right? And that's where, like, I had to start asking myself questions. How do I get there? If I want these things, how do I get there? And the reality is you got to change things or things don't change. And so I start, I stopped thinking the way I thought. I changed the way I thought first because our thoughts become things. And I allowed myself to say, okay, what does that mean? Let me take that first step. And for me, that first step was really investing in a podcast course, starting my podcast. And yes, I was a PA at that time. And I knew that that took time. And that was me late at night, right? Staying up late. But I also kept reminding myself what my why was. And I say this like analogy that I've brought through in my coaching that is like, if you imagine your why is like your tree trunk, I kept taking my place back to like where I was grounded in my tree trunk of like, why am I doing this? Why am I staying up late and investing in this podcast when I have to wake up at 5am to go into surgery? Okay. It's because I want a different life. I want more freedom with my schedule. I want more flexibility. I want more presence with my children. I want to be able to have those midday adventures. I want to walk them to school. I want to travel more. Okay. And then as soon as I would go out on these like branches of things, I couldn't let myself get to, to the end of the branch or I was going to break of like kept rooting myself back to my why in that trunk. And I say this to say like, you have to know your why before you start anything. Right. And keep asking yourself, but why I was able or how I was able to do that is because I kept constantly daily reminding myself of why my big vision, my why my big vision. And I stayed in action and I gradually evolved my mindset to say like, if you want more Jenna, you have to take risks. You have to become a different human if you want to live a different life. And it is, Mm. it's a, it's a daily, daily discipline that I wake up every day and I have to tell myself, be intentional. What do you want to get out of today? What impact do you want to have? Right? Like what growth do you want to make? And it's not something that you just decide once and it's not easy, but gosh, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about how your why maybe evolves. So like the core may stay true, but sometimes when you first pursue something, your why is maybe similar to where it's grown now, but you don't know what you're capable of, what you've evolved to create when you get started, right? Like you're about to have this epic event. Let's talk a little bit about that. But I have a feeling that maybe you're like, oh, events would be cool when you got started, but it wasn't quite the vision it is now. Let's talk a little bit about how the vision and the why has evolved. Yeah. I mean, as you grow, as you evolve as a human, your, your dreams get bigger, 
right? When you start, I think sometimes we get caught up in, I just remember back and maybe you can, you know, resonate with this as well. But I remember when I first started thinking like, you know what, there's more for me. I don't know what that next level exactly looks like, but I know it's not this. I know that I need to take this next step, but I see so many women get so caught up in like, well, what if it doesn't work out for the big vision? Or what if, you know, it's supposed to be bigger or smaller, like all these things that how do you talk about focusing on where you're at now, but knowing that that why is going to transfer, it's going to grow, it's going to evolve. And your exact why your exact vision is going to maybe at the core, you're still helping women, right? At the core, you're helping women, but what that has kind of alluded to become has changed. Yes. Yeah. Such a great question. Such a great question. So, you know, when I think about, when I think about my why, like there, there's root in that, like whether, like I want to impact women, like you just said, I want to have more freedom for my kids. Those are components that are always going to like ring true. But I also, there's a component of my why that I didn't think could exist that now is a big part of my why. It's for me, you know, and I don't, that's not selfish. And I used to think yeah. that that was selfish, but I keep going back to for if I do things for me to make myself fulfilled and happy and healthy, then I'm going to be the best for other people and, uh, and other aspects. And so as you challenge yourself and you ask yourself, who do you want to be? What do you want out of life? And you start to, you start to grow. Well, your dreams are going to obviously exponentially get bigger as well. But what happens too often is people get so focused on the outcome or the result that they don't really embrace the journey and the process. And here's the thing, like, that's what it's all about, right? The journey is the destination. Like Mm -hmm. the journey is what it's about. And you literally only control the present moment. The only thing I have control over right now is talking to you in this moment. I don't have control over what my kids are doing. I don't have control over the future or what else is happening in this world right now. And we try, we get so consumed in the events and the outcomes. And we forget that all we can control is our response and us, right? We only control us. And so anxiety and fear come from these places of us trying to worry or predict the future. And we just don't. And so I really say like, when I started to really live for the now and and a very relatable sentence that I can say to somebody listening is like, why in the world do we plan for retirement until we're 55, 60, 65, when we have no idea if we're going to get there? I mean, I really like really used to like, I'm going to save all of this because when I get to be 60 and we retire, I'm going to be happy. I don't even know if I'm going to get to 60. I'm only 33 years old, right? And so there's this healthy balance. I'm not telling you to live recklessly, but what I'm telling you to do is if I'm going to hedge on one side or the other, Kelsey, I'm going to hedge on the living now, right now, chasing out my dream right now, making the impact I know I was put on this earth to make right now, showing my kids to chase your dream in the now. We tell our kids to dream when they're little and then we stop dreaming at some point and we say, this is my life. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. You're allowed to change your mind and your dreams should evolve just like you should evolve. You evolve together. Yeah. And exactly coming back to like the the why transferring, but also the planning for the retirement, like 
how are we to plan only for the future when we don't even know what we're going to want in that time, right? 30 years from now, how do I know what type of retirement I want? How do I know 30 years from now what type of life I want to live? Well, I know my core values. Like you said, you want to have time with your kids. You want to live for you. You want to make an impact for women. Those are the three pillars to your now and your later that are going to stay. But how you live that out 30 years from now is going to be so mind-blowing different than the way you're doing it now. But if you don't live it out now, you'll never get to being able to live it out 30 years from now. It's so important. My husband, Isaac, and I talk about this all the time of like people say like, I want to like, especially parents, you think about this, like our kids are only in our walls for 18 years. Maybe that differentiates depending on your situation, but we, we literally miss those years and the hustle and bustle of life. A lot of times for those moments, because we're planning for retirement, but just like you said, I don't know how healthy I'm going to be. I don't know what I'm going to want 30 years from now, but what we do know, what my husband and I do know is what we want right now, what's important for us right now and the type of lifestyle that we have right now. And so if you're listening to this, like, what do you want right now? Who do you want to be right now? And how can you get there? Right. And start asking yourself those questions. What do you need to change? Maybe it's not that, you know, you need to be an entrepreneur or you need to leave your job, but maybe it is that maybe it is you have to cut back hours. Maybe it is you have to be healthier to have a healthier marriage or just body, like what is it right now that you need to change that you need to start asking yourself and doing to be the person that you want to be in this moment, to live the life that you want to live in this moment, because that's all you control. And we got to start shifting our mindset to what we have control over, which is the present, which is us, nobody else, not the future, not the past. Yeah. And that's exactly, I love that you just added on the past there, right? Because we're talking about not just always living in the future and planning for the future, but you also can't be living in the past. If you've created a life, like we started this conversation where you're like, this is the successful life that a past version of me wanted, or you're looking in your current situation, you're saying, I thought I was going to be here, or I thought I was going to do this. Living in the past or the future doesn't really serve you in the present. You really have to be where you're at, where your feet are planted, where your yeah. current goals are, and what are the actions you need to take to get you in the very short term to where you want to go. So let's talk a little bit about how you can kind of collapse time because someone can have this goal and this desire and they can say, you know what, I want to create X, Y, Z. That'll be one day, one day, maybe when my kids are in school, maybe one day when I retire, maybe one day when I do this, because I don't know how long it's going to take, because I don't know how to get there, because I'm not sure if it'll work out this way. You've been able to collapse time and do quite a bit in a two-year span. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about some of the learnings you've had during that time to be able to take action fast and sometimes maybe messy. I know that's been for me, like get in there, take messy action, figure it out as you go. I'd love for you to just kind of bring us behind the curtain of what that's looked like. Yeah. Well, those are two big things that I'm on. Fast action, messy action. And it's all about the action, right? Action is action. And I do believe that there's no better way to learn except doing it, right? Getting into action. And so, you know, my husband's an Enneagram five and he's a processor and he like gets all this information, but he like has this action paralysis of like, he just doesn't get into action. We're like me, you, the Enneagram eights are like, let's freaking go. Like our backs up against the wall. We're like, let's get in, you know, to action. And it's like, the way you get from now, from where you are now to where you want to go, the way you collapse time is you just start. I know that sounds so like, okay, Jenna, like 
just start? Like really, where do I start? And that's the question, right? Like, well, where do I start? You're telling me to start. And I coach my clients through this all the time. I'm not going to say I don't care where you start, but the reality is like, I don't really care that much where you start. I just want you to start, just do something. Like, again, I keep going back to my experience. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I had a voice and things to say. And I love speaking and pouring into people. So I literally invested in a podcast course. And then I started a podcast. I put it out there to the world. I made an investment in myself. I had a vision. I made an investment in myself, right? Because that is the greatest investment you can make is in yourself. It's the only one that you have control over, right? And the one that you're going to work the hardest for is yourself. And then I just chose an action. Kelsey, I didn't know how my podcast was going to work out. I don't, I didn't expect it to grow like it did, right? I can't believe that I'm hosting my first big live event after I literally just left my nine to five job at the end of 2022. But the things that were vital that were essential and me being able to do so is that I've never stopped moving. It doesn't mean that it's easy or that they've been like these monumental strides or they haven't been messy or I haven't cried or I haven't failed in quotes. Cause I think that the really only failure is you not trying, right? Like you do something, you mess up, you learn, you grow, you evolve. But like, I've just stayed in action. I've kept the momentum and I've also invested time, money, and energy into myself programs, mentorship is huge. Getting in the room is huge, right? Like meeting people like you that get it, that see me for me, that are mirrors for me of like, Jenna, you got this, right? And then that gives you momentum. And we should like, yeah, you don't need validation, but it helps when people are there empowering you and uplifting you. And so that's how I've been able to collapse time. I've stayed in action. I've allowed it to be messy. I haven't expected perfection because when you expect perfection, you won't move you'll stay stuck. You'll never start, right? So accepting that it's not going to be perfect. I'm just going to do something, call my shot. I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to bring people in that get it and see me that are further along in their journey that help me get there, right? I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to share my vision to put it out there so people know this is where I'm going. And I'm going to stay in motion. I'm going to keep making moves. I'm also going to give myself grace. That's an important thing. I'm going to give myself grace because I've had to do that myself. Yeah. And like you said, it's it may not be perfect and you can't expect it to be perfect because if you do, then you're not going to take that action. And this applies to like literally everything. Like as you're talking, I'm running through my head all the different ways that this has shown up in my life in different chapters, right? If I want to learn how to organize my house and declutter, I can find a resource for that. I can find mentorship. I can find someone to help me know how to collapse time and declutter. But if I get so focused on decluttering in perfection, I'm probably never going to get there. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to declutter a room and then you're like, oh my God, my house is messier than when it started. And it's like that in any of these things, right? Like let's say you're trying to figure out a different way to parent or a different way to enforce behavior or anything like that. It's probably going to look a little messier at first while you're trying to do it. Then then when you actually are like, man, we actually did it. Look at that. We did this parenting thing together and it's great. And same thing with like going into your job, right? When you start a new job, you don't just start the first day and go, I know everything about this company, all your systems, operations, how I'm going to show up. You have to learn. You have to learn from the other people there that become your peer mentors. You have to come in and talk to your boss and say, what are my expectations? What is my job role again? What am I showing up as? Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's starting a podcast. Whatever it is, if you want to be a good friend, you got to ask your friends, pull your friends, figure out what type of friend you want to show up as because you can't just wake up one day and go, I am perfect at all of these things. You go figure out 
I love that person, how they show up in this way. And I want to figure out how to do that in my way. That is so, I mean, that is like a golden nugget in itself, right? Like I cannot stress that enough. You were not good at anything you've done, any hat that you wore, right? When we become parents, like nobody gave us the manual and every kid's different and everybody parents different, but you learn. And it's like people, you may be listening to this and be like so scared. It might make you so nervous to change your mind, whether that's career or relationships or cutting ties with somebody or I mean, whatever that means. Maybe it's as simple as you want to run a marathon, but you're nervous to do so because you're not a runner. Yeah. Okay. You can learn, you can start to run around the block and then you build it up, right? Like that is literally life, but we're willing to do it at one point, right? When we, when we first start something. So like if we get out of high school or we get out of college, we're willing to say, okay, well, I have to learn. I'm, I'm going to accept that I like suck at my job or whatever that next thing is because that's normal. But then we get to like in that and we get pretty good at it. And then we like, oh no, I have this gut feeling that I want more or something different. Well, no, I can't do that. Cause I won't be good at that reminder. Mm. You weren't good at the other things that you did either, but you learned and you evolved and you learned by doing, right? And you recognize that fact. And it's like, when you start anything, you're going to suck. And that's part of the beauty to see the growth and to learn and to freaking like, ah, I don't know, just like evolve as a human. And here's like the real growth happens through challenges. If you're doing something right now and you're like, I'm so good at everything I do. I'm comfortable. Life's good. Like, really? You're just done? Like, you're just done? You like threw up your hands? I don't think you want that. I know I didn't want that. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about, you know, having this kind of pool inside of you, figuring out where to go. We've talked about messy action, overcoming perfection, all of that. Let's talk a little bit about the opportunity cost. What happens when you don't? Like you just said, if you're not challenging yourself, you just go, I'm done. Let's talk about some of the opportunity costs of not putting yourself in that uncomfortable state of action where you're like, oh, I kind of have this pool. I want to go and do this. Using your marathon example, let's say you want to go and you want to run a marathon. Let's say you decide to never take action on that because you're like, I am not a runner. I am not a runner, right? Like I did not grow up with the athletic background that you have. I danced and I was pretty decent enough at that. But like me going out and running a marathon would be a thing. Like I would have to be like, okay, we're going to go train for this. This is going to be something I'm taking on. I would definitely not just come out like doing well at it. So if I make that decision to not do that, because I just think I'm going to be bad at it. There's an opportunity cost of me never knowing, right? Like what if I'm secretly a really good runner and I have no idea because I've never even tried and all of the other opportunity cost things that come up that we, the opportunity cost is what are you losing out on, right? What is the opportunity cost of what you're not receiving because you didn't take that? What's the choice that you're making? So I'd love for you to give your perspective on that, that maybe you've experienced in your life that you've seen, man, if I didn't do this, looking back hindsight, right? Connecting the dots backwards of like, wow, what would I have missed out on? That's a huge one for me. But two, also taking that into your forward action and knowing, okay, sometimes I don't know how this is going to play out, but I'm going to be happier that I tried because I know that I gave it a shot, right? Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's it's the risk in you making the choice and the risk in you not, right? And I really believe, like nobody convinced me not, that the risk of not trying is far greater than the risk of trying. Because the reality is, if you don't try, if you don't do something, you're literally at the same place as you are right now. Like, think about it. Worst case scenario, 
your life doesn't change. That's worse, but that's just not going to happen because even if you don't become the marathon runner or you don't become the entrepreneur that you wanted to be, you will learn, you will grow, you will go through things mentally. We, we underestimate the mental growth, right? Like you can see physical changes. People don't give credit to their mental changes as much. And it's like, here's a statement that is so true. You are capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for. Like if I would have never made the decision to start that podcast, right? Listen, I did all my research on myself. I did all my editing by myself. I do all my website by myself to start. I do. I'm planning my big live event. I am planning that event. You know what my background is, you guys? I was medical and sports. Those are the two things I always joked. If I went to trivia, I could tell you athletics and I could tell you medicine, right? Science. I didn't, that was my toolbox. Now when I look at it, I have this sense of just like, oh my gosh, I did that, right? I've done all of this. And you know what the most beautiful thing is? We all too often want to impress other people and we forget to really like be proud of ourselves. And the the confidence piece is self-confidence, right? And like we lose it because we forget it's about yourself. And I've really been more proud of myself this last year than I've ever been proud of myself in my whole life. And that's crazy because I even said to my mom when I was leaving my job as a PA, mom, I know that you were so proud of all my accomplishments accomplishments. That's the achiever in me, right? This is the most proud I've ever been in myself. And you know why? Because I was finally taking a risk. I was betting on myself. I was challenging myself to get uncomfortable. And the feeling of that alone is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And so what Mm -hmm. you're risking by not getting outside your comfort zone, by not challenging yourself and make is realizing what you're capable of, not only like the life that you can have, but the human that you can be like who you have inside you, the skills, right? The, like you just have so much inside you. You have this next level you, right? And that's why I say it. Like it is just, it's scratching. It is pounding to get out. The gut feeling that you feel sister is the next level. You saying like, let me out, let's go. You have so much more to give. Mm, I love that so much. And like you were saying with your achievements, sometimes we accomplish things and we think they're for us. But actually, in hindsight, we look back and we're like, did I do that for me? Or did I do that for someone else? And it's not that someone was sitting there saying, Jenna, you need to go do this. You need to go do that. But we end up checking these boxes and following this path that's kind of like, I think of it as like fairy dust, like people sprinkle it and they're like, are you following? Are you coming along? And it's like, yeah, they're you're, I'm following, I'm following the fairy dust. But like, what if I went that way instead? Like, what would I find? And you don't know until you start to question it, but you have to slow down and you have to question it. You have to get out of where you're currently at and think about it. And that can be very difficult depending on what your association is and what your environment looks like. And, you know, something that I hear a lot is there's nothing like that where I live. And I know that you and I can both, you know, talk about this because we've gone out of our environments to find these support and resources. I would love for you to just share a little bit how impactful community, networking, mentorship, finding people outside of where you are to move you forward in your growth journey. Let's talk about what that's done for you. When you go back to the collapse time, it is collapse time for me. It has been monumental in me, uh, my growth. And I would not be here. I would not have left my job as you know, a PA. I wouldn't be planning my first live event if it weren't for rooms that I got in, networking like people like with you and investing in mentorship, right? Like it just, I'm a hundred percent, I would not be here. It doesn't mean that maybe one day I would 
get there, but I wouldn't get there nearly as fast. And I don't know when, when you have conversations. So we all know, like when you have conversations and you sit down, you're like, oh, that conversation really like helped me and propelled me or that, like that conversation drained me. Right. It's, it's literally having that be your lifestyle, like getting in Mm. the room with women like you, Kelsey, that like literally that you can collaborate with, that you can inspire one another, that you can be like, Oh, I see this in you. This is an idea like, and support you. It's like, if you just feel it, like, it's like that momentum. It just like, literally like my hands are moving, but it's like, you are literally being propelled forward by these human beings. Like you are drafting off them. If people know like bicycling, right? Like, and mentorship has been huge for me in the aspect of my mentor. I will always invest in mentorship. So like, if you hire me as your mentor, you better believe I will always have a mentor myself. That's just how my brain works, how I think it should be. But it's literally, she's a sounding board for me. She's a, she's a mirror for me. She's somebody that I can just talk and she like brings out what's inside me. Cause the reality is you have a lot of answers inside you. You just need help bringing them out and making sense of them and, and, and being able to put them into action. And so when you talk about three things, you know, when you talk about getting yourself in a room with events, when you talk about investing in yourself, whether that be mentorship or programs, and you talk about building relationships with like-minded women that really get it, that is how you're going to get, or it could be men, right? That's how you're going to get where you want to go fast. That's the cheat codes. That's the, that's the quickest route. doesn't mean it's that easy, but I just don't believe that you can get to where you want to go fully without those things. Yeah. I started my journey a little bit untraditionally in the sense that I launched my first self-development event for my community before I'd ever been to one. And I had no idea what I was modeling it off of. I just had this vision and wanted to do it. And so I think if you're not sure where to get started, for one, I call BS because you're here listening and we're telling you what to do. But two, if you're not here listening or you know someone, help reach out a hand and create whatever it is that you're looking for, right? So Jenna, let's talk a little bit about your event. You've been able to go to some of these events now, and now you're bringing to life exactly the version that you want that you've been able to create. And I believe that the best journey for most people starts with podcasting and reading, right? That's the first free thing that you can tap into books, you know, nominal costs typically. So you can read, you can listen to podcasts, you can learn from there. Next thing is in person and community is irreplaceable. Being into an event, there's nothing like the energy into a room. So it starts with something virtual, like a weekly call, if you can get into something like that. But the power of a large community together in an event is just not replaceable by anything else. There's nothing else that brings you that feeling, that environment, the number of connections and relationships you can build in one setting, one investment, one day, and the amount of support and community that comes outside of that. But let's talk about like what specifically is special about Next Level You Live? What specifically came to light for you to be like, I'm going to do this and here's what it's going to look like? Yeah. So, I mean, a live event literally changed the trajectory of my life. Like, I mean that in all bold, and I believe that being in the room changed my life. So, I knew I wanted to create that experience for other women. And each experience, you know, each event has its flair through its host. And for me, there were multiple things that were important. One, I wanted anybody to feel welcome that you like, you know, you can be your full you. And so at next level, you, you can be whatever that means for you. Right. 
And I wanted a lot of connection, right? Like you go to events sometimes and you don't really get to connect with the people that you're sitting next to or they're in their room. So I don't want to jam pack this. Yeah, I want you to get the most out of it. You know, and I'm bringing in incredible speakers and things like that and have a plan, but I wanted a lot of connection to be able to see who's next to you and build relationships because that is the power of being in the room. You are literally surrounded by at next level. You, you'll be surrounded by a hundred plus women that literally are there for similar reasons, if not the same reasons as you. And so at next level, you live, we are going to have amazing keynote speakers. We're going to have amazing speakers, but we're also going to have a lot of time for yes, dancing. It's literally going to be a weekend long <laughs> dance party because I am like music is medicine. Movement is medicine. And so we're going to be dancing, but we're going to be connecting and really collaborating with one another throughout the whole weekend. And I even have, you know, we have a workout planned. We have a breathwork session planned for Saturday where it's like really embodying who you want to be that next level you, right? Like what does it mean to step into your power? What does that mean to look like it? But we're going to have women and you're one of the incredible women on the panel at next level you live, which I'm so excited. And there's going to be like, there's going to be a variety of yes, Friday, there's going to be keynote speakers, which four of the most powerful keynote speakers, if you ask me, right, to pouring into, and they have amazing stories and they're a little bit further along on their journey than say like me, but they also are speaking from a place. And this was super important for me to have speakers that really spoke to you eye to eye and like, come with me. Like, I'm not speaking above you. Like I'm like literally here with you. And that's why Friday VIP night, those speakers are going to be at the VIP night, an intimate experience at that VIP night. And Kelsey, you and I both know that's just not the case at live events. Like not every speaker is there. You don't get that yeah. extra connection. And that was really important to me. It goes back to the connection piece. So at next level, you live, like we're going to connect. It's going to be just such an intimate, powerful experience. And oh, it's going to be so much fun. I am so excited. Like I knew I was in before you even asked me to be a part of it. I was so excited to be there. Um, something that I know that comes up a lot for women is leaving the responsibilities behind to be able to go do things like that, right? Like even whether it's a trip to go get your nails done or it's a trip to Target or coffee to be able to then actually possibly fly or attend an event can be hard. And, you know, I've actually put together a free program for the women in my community to be able to set them up for success for this. Like, how do you have the conversations with your partner? How do you have the conversations with your house? How do you figure out the best way to do that? I know you've left your family quite a few times throughout this year and some you've actually brought them with you, which I love too. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what are the, some of the ways that you communicate the importance of mom being in that room and being there and the way that you come out, out of that, right? Because going in, you may carry a little bit of this guilt with you. Even if we want to say like, we don't, there's a little bit of like, ah, what's going on, you know, when I'm not there. So they're setting yourself up for success, but then also how are you coming back? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first it starts with a really like open communication. My kids are five and a half and one and a half. So do I talk to my one and a half year old? Probably not as no, cause he doesn't really understand. But like, I do talk to my five and a half year old, you know, very adult, like of like why I'm doing what I'm doing like why this is so important to me. And he even asked me today when I was dropping him off at school, like, mommy, are you ever going to have to go back to your PA job? And I said, no, buddy, no, I'm not. And he's like, yes. Like, it's not that we had a bad life before that. But so it first starts with communication and my kids know, and my husband knows why, like they understand my vision. They understand where my heart's at. And you talk about like the Jenna, the mom, the wife that they get on the backside of me going to events 
Um, they're like, yes, please go to another one. Go to more. I'm, I'm rejuvenated. I'm refreshed. Mm-hmm. I'm a better version of myself. Literally, I've never gone to an event and come out the same human. And what that means is I've literally become a better wife, a better mom, a better friend, a better coach on the other side of every event I've ever been to. And so, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it right there. Yeah. And you know what it reminds me of, and I always like remind others of and myself is as much as we all love family vacations or family trips, right? Like all moms know that there's planning that goes into that. There is the navigating and the setting up the day to day. Like moms don't really check out on family vacation, right? Like you're still coordinating what's going on. And, you know, we're not here to say that's negative per se. It's just part of the responsibility, right? If your kids aren't in a self-sustaining stage of life, and even if they are, you're taking a seat that means that you're executing X, Y, Z. Many moms don't get to step away and be kind of pampered and treated for a weekend. And a self-development event is different than you sitting in a room and getting room service and getting, you know, a spa date, whatever. You could definitely book that alongside of the event if you wanted to. But Mm -hmm. I believe you're going to come out feeling so much more rejuvenated and lit up than any other experience ever. I mean, I was able to step into quite a few of these last year myself. And I just exactly with you, the the mom, the human, the friend that you come out of, out of these experiences is truly next level, like no play on the event name, but seriously, you come out and you're like, oh my gosh, this is what's important to me. This is where I'm putting my energy. This is where I'm showing up. And you're like, wow, I didn't even remember that this part of me was in here. And it's been just like, lighter fluid on that fire to be able to come out of you and be like, I'm showing up for life, like a full out here. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like a live experience. And I believe wholeheartedly in next level, you live will literally change your life. And I believe that it doesn't matter how many live events that you've been to, or if that is your first one, you will not be the same human. You will be a better version of yourself leaving that room. And not to mention you'll leave with so many incredible Women, I literally met you. Yes, I met you online virtually, but I connected with you at a live event. There's nothing like it. Get yourself in the room if you're listening to this. Yeah. And, you know, start with Next Level You Live. It's going to be here the April 24th. First. First, April 21st, April 21st to 22nd, Jenna and I will both be there. Come say hi to both of us. Jenna, before we leave today, we shared a lot of great information today. We shared a lot of impactful, you know, thoughts, a lot of action, a lot of insight. If someone is listening on the other end of this and they're like, okay, yes, I know that this version of me is not that next level version of me. I know that but I still don't understand where the bridge is. I don't understand how to take that first step on that bridge to get me to where I want to go. What is something that they could do this week in the environment that they're currently in with what they already have to take one, maybe it's a reflecting question, maybe it's listening to something specific. What is one action that with no other extra resources or support that they could do? Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is, you know the song Daydream? Yeah. Yeah. I would just encourage you, listen to that song, close your eyes, and really see what comes up for you, what feelings and what vision come up for you. Because if you don't know that song, it's a really powerful song. And it really makes you think of how our mentality around dreaming as humans definitely declines as we get older. So that's like a simple 
thing that you can do that I do believe is so powerful. Listen to that song, close your eyes and see what comes up for you and what you feel. And two questions, I say very basic questions, very powerful questions are right now in the present, when's the last time you asked yourself and really put pen to paper and just let yourself free write of who do you want to be and why? What's the why that it's rooted in? What's your tree trunk there? And what do you want your life to look like if you didn't limit yourself, right? If you allowed yourself just to go there and why? And those are like two very simple things that any of us can do today in this moment. And you talk about action, right? Like those are simple actions that don't take that much time, but it'll definitely keep you or get the pen moving forward. Thank you so much, Jenna. Such a great conversation all the time. I love your energy. I love how you show up. So great having you here. Where can our listeners find you on the internet? We'll link the song below. We'll link everything for all your contact in the tickets, but tell us also where can we connect with you and learn more? Yeah, well, I hang out on Instagram. So it's at jenna.cloffenstein and Kelsey will spell that out for you. And my website is jennacloffenstein.com. And then my podcast, Girl, Let's Be Real. Come be a part of our community. I would love to just connect with you. I love meeting new friends. Would love to hear your takeaways and just learn more about you. Thank you so much, Jenna. We'll talk to you next week, mamas. Tell a mom in your life that you see and love her by sharing this episode. Giving while your cup is overflowing always pays itself back tenfold when you need it most.